When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another video. It's great to have FPL back. And today here on FantasyFootballScout.co.uk, we're having a look at simply five players from the opening game week of FPL that I think you should be considering buying into your fancy teams. We're going to look mainly at midfielders and forwards as that's the sort of players that people are considering using transfers. It's not going to be too long a video just to cover off five top transfer targets, their next four fixtures and a few of their key stats as well. If you're enjoying having FPL back, drop a like on the video. Make sure you subscribe to Fantasy Football Scout. Let's dive into pick number one, which is Eddie and Ketty of Arsenal. Without Gabriel Jesus, there was a little bit of doubt in a lot of our minds about how Arsenal were going to line up and exactly how they were going to perform on the pitch. I think they showed in game week 17 with a comfortable 3-1 win over West Ham that they are able to perform even without Jesus, with Nketiah being the one that does lead the line. Yes, the first half they didn't create as many chances. They did have a lot of the ball and give away a penalty. Of course, second half, they really came to light. Nketiah, Saka, Martinelli, the ones with the goals and Odegaard as well, looking like a real option. Eddie Nketa is just 6.5 million as a forward this year. Again, a lot cheaper than the likes of Gabriel Jesus or Darwin Nunes that we're having in our teams or have had in our teams so far this season. This was his first start this season and he did, of course, get the one goal, averaging six points per start because he's played one match. Actually, off the bench, he's not done that well. No attacking returns, but I think we know what he is capable of doing from when he was in the team previously for Arsenal before Gabriel Jesus signed and there was no Lacazette or Aubameyang to fill that void. At his price of 6.5 million as a forward, yes, there's no confirmed double over the next four. They could potentially have one in game week 21. I really like what Enketia can do. Mitrovic, of course, has the double in game week 19 that you might be wanting to look at, but I think long-term, until Jesus is back, Enketia could be one of the most high-scoring forwards in FPL. Next up, we go for a cheap, cheap midfielder, and that's Leon Bailey of Aston Villa, 4.5 million, and is basically playing up front for Aston Villa. Didn't get anything in the opening game, but he did look pretty lively, and his link-up with Watkins looked pretty good. There can be a little bit of rotation in amongst the Aston Villa team, but it does look like Bailey and Watkins are going to be the two that play up front in a 4-4-2. So 4.5 million midfielder playing up front for Aston Villa is surely an asset that we should be looking at and considering. Again, a lot of you will have Andreas Pereira, but I think outside of the doubling game week 19, Leon Bailey is a better FPL option if he does continue to keep his place in the Aston Villa team. 
48 points a season, four points per start, three goals, two assists, and actually his expected goals and assists is pretty high up there as well. So he hasn't massively outperformed that. The fixtures over the next four are pretty good. They do go away to Tottenham this week, which isn't the most ideal of fixtures. However, Tottenham have been conceding goals. Yes, they've been winning games, but it's not necessarily been through clean sheets. And I do think there is going to be chances for Aston Villa, for Watkins, for Bailey, given the amount of chances they did also create against Liverpool. However, after that, from game week 19 onwards, the Wolves lead Southampton in their first three and it is a nice run that does continue as well. Leon Bailey, if I'm looking to bring in a cheap midfielder because I don't have Andreas Pereira, I think I'd bring on Bailey now before going for the Fulham man. Pick number three is actually a player who blanked this week. Kulisevsky, 8 million, was a player that we spoke a lot about. Didn't get anything in a two-all draw away at Brentford. Could have had an assist, but it wasn't a ward to him in FPL. One goal, five assists so far this season. And without Richarlison there, of course, he's likely to be much more nailed in that Spurs team than he has been previously. When he's in that team, the team do click a lot better. The way the play flows between Kane, Son sometimes, and Kulisevsky is much better when there's necessarily Richarlison in there as well. 43 points, 4.8 points per start. Expected goals slightly under maybe what he's achieved so far but still an asset that could do really well of course has that double likely to be confirmed in game week 20 as long as there is no rearranged fixture for the EFL Cup games between either Manchester City or Tottenham Aston Villa and Crystal Palace in the next two as well it also looks like it's unlikely that Emi Martinez is going to be back for Aston Villa to play in that fixture and I think we saw for the Liverpool game how many more chances there could be for Liverpool when there isn't Martinez in goal and when there's Olsen in goal so it means I think actually if you can jump on Kulisevsky even this week he could be a really nice option then it of course is Crystal Palace then it's the double game week and then it's Fulham as well so over the next four I really think although he blanked in game week 17 Kulisevsky could do really really well Pick number four is Mitrovic. Now, Mitrovic, of course, was potentially ruled out going into game week 17. He wasn't ruled out. He got a goal. He got two assists, showing again why he's the main man at Fulham and why he has been such a popular FPL asset before. If you've got the likes of Darwin and have already had enough of him, I would probably keep Darwin. But if you've got Callum Wilson as well or another forward, which you are looking to move on, I do think Mitrovic is the number one that I would be going and buying. Short term, Inketia is better for the long term. Southampton at home this week, followed by the double in game week 19, is really nice. After that, it is Newcastle and Tottenham though. So the double is difficult. If it wasn't a double, we probably wouldn't be looking to buy him because the fixtures are quite difficult. However, he does have 10 goals, 2 assists so far this season and expected goals and assists of over 9, which is massive compared to so many other players in the league and actually so many other FPL assets who are more expensive than him. 5.6 points per start as well with 73 points so far this season is just a crazy crazy record he does like getting goals and assists against big teams as well so I wouldn't necessarily be put off by the upcoming fixtures I don't necessarily think from game week 20 onwards he's the perfect forward to own but I think in game weeks 18 and then 19 in the double there's no one better up front than him and then pick number five we have Martin Odegaard of Arsenal and we've been talking so much this season about Saka about Martinelli about Gabriel Jesus and then now about Nketiah as well but there is one man who's going completely under the radar I think going into the restart he's slightly started to have a little bit of better publicity than maybe he's had last season and then the first half of this season as well at 6.4 million Odegaard again continues to actually outperform those midfielders and forwards around him in that Arsenal team his underlying numbers as well are better than the likes of Saka they're better better than the likes of Martinelli as well and he's the cheapest of them if you have value tied up in Martinelli then they're about the same price 
Six goals, four assists. Of course, picked up two more assists in the game week 17 fixture against West Ham. We were slightly unsure about exactly what's going to happen when Nketiah came into the team, how they were going to line up, who was going to link up well together. But it looks like that attack is going to be just as free-flowing as ever. And six points per start for a player at his price is crazy. I do think, although the next few are not amazing fixtures, they got Brighton away, which I think is fine. Brighton are conceding chances. Newcastle, Tottenham, Manchester United. But Arsenal are going to have to win a lot of these games if they're going to want to continue to push for the Premier League title. And Odegaard as captain is going to have to be a focal point of that. I do think a double up on Arsenal attack, even with a defender as well, is going to be very, very popular and bordering on essential if they do continue to perform how they are. Because not only are they scoring points, but the value for their price that they are offering is just crazy, crazy good. So I really like Odegaard. I currently have Saka and Martinelli in my team with Ben White. So I don't have a straightforward swap to go and move one for the other. And I probably won't make that switch. But if I don't have a triple up on Arsenal, I think Odegaard is the number one pick that I'll be adding. He's also the most nailed as well. There's no one really else that can fill in the place and the style of play that Odegaard does as well. So we've had five transfer targets. We've had midfielders. We've had forward as well. There aren't that many defenders at the moment because a lot of us bought defenders based on fixtures. So if you are looking at them, Newcastle continue to perform well. And I do think Arsenal, the likes of Ben White, Saliba, Gabriel will continue to be top picks as well. Top five transfer targets. I hope you've enjoyed a short video for you all to get you ready for game week 18. If you are looking at any potential players that you should be bringing into your FPL teams. If you have enjoyed, drop a like on the video, subscribe to Fantasy Football Scout. If you also like FPL videos a lot more than just these ones that I publish here, I have my own channel where I upload at least two videos every single game week, three normally, but two over the Christmas period. Go and check that out. Link in the description or there should be a link above as well. Thank you all so much for watching. Like the video, subscribe to Fantasy Football Scout and I'll be back again very soon.